the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence, will shake the earth and every heart will know. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Shalom and welcome to Heart of Messiah radio broadcast. My name is Steve Weiler and I'm the lead rabbi of Shoresh David Messianic Synagogues. Currently we're serving in Wesley Chapel, St. Pete, South Bay near Riverview and Tampa. We welcome all visitors as we desire to see those who are Jewish and not Jewish worshiping together in unity. We're honored to serve the listening audience of AM 570 WTBN and 910 WTWD, Tampa Bay's Faith Talk. Shalom. What a beautiful day. Let's pray together. Avinu Malkeinu, our Father and our King, we love you. We thank you for having us go through this past season. That, Lord, we give you the glory. What a blessing it was, the services, the, the time with you. So, Father, we just pray in the name of Yeshua that as we come out of this season, Lord, that our momentum will be even stronger for you that our heart would be stronger for you, that we will get closer to you and that you will speak to us and we will obey and and we will be a, a tremendous model, we'll be an example of one who believes and many people will come to know you because they will see us. So, Father, give us divine appointments this day and every day. Let us really be able to share our faith well. And as we finish up this season of the fall feasts, Lord, pour out your spirit and anoint our time together. In the name of Yeshua, amen. Okay. Well, our time of celebrating last this past Sunday, uh, which was the final day of Sukkot and the beginning of the biblical appointed time called Shemini Atzeret, which is the eighth day, and also a traditional holiday called Simchat Torah, rejoicing with the Torah. Uh, we just had an outstanding time. The weather was beautiful. The anointing was strong. The people were engaged in what the Lord was doing, and it was just a wonderful time. I wish more of you would have come, but you know what? There's next year, right? <laughs> Our outreach team at the same time shared with over 15 people, which um, of which at least four of them were Jewish. So uh, we had a good time sharing and a good time worshiping. So can you imagine a seminar at your church on how to share Yeshua with people who are Jewish? Uh, 
We speak on this and many other subjects and would love to speak at your church or hold a seminar. So ask your pastor if one of our rabbis could come and visit your church and speak on how these appointed times are important for Christians or any of the subjects we have. Email me and we'll set it up at rabbi at heartofmessiah.org or call Karen at 813-831-5673. Remember to check out our website, shereshdavid.org. We love visitors. Come and bring your Jewish friends. Love to meet you and see you. So, as a review, a personal spiritual review, these appointed times could represent the daily walk with the Lord. So um, that's what we're going to finish up today. Uh, Last week, we talked about three aspects. Well, let me read them all to you, first of all, and then we'll go uh, with a quick review. So the pattern is reflect as we get quiet before the Lord. Second is recognize our sin. Third is repent. Fourth is to be redeemed. Fifth is to be reconciled to God. Sixth is to receive God's love and mercy. Seven, rejoice in the Lord. Eight, remember the Lord. Nine, retell about the Lord's love. And ten, results. We are renewed, refreshed, regenerated, restored, and our faith becomes relevant. Amen. So, when you are revived, that is the beginning of corporate revival. So, if you are thinking that the people around you or the uh, congregation is not revived, why don't you lead? Revival is when we have great zeal for the Lord and others see it and they desire it. So, as I mentioned last week, we talked about the first three R's which uh, are reflect, that quiet introspection, recognize our sins uh, through the humility and getting rid of pride, and number three, repent of our sins, turning back to God. Now, uh, these are three foundational daily actions that I believe we should do. The other things that we'll talk about flow from these three things. So as we were finishing the discussion last week about repenting and stress that forgiveness is part of repenting, we are to forgive others. I mean, that's right aren't we? Let's go a little further with that and say, well, as an example, Matthew 6.15, if you do not forgive others, neither will your Father forgive your transgressions. So what good does repenting do when we haven't forgiven others, right? Think about that. Some of the things that people have told me that have happened to them are awful. I understand it. I get it. The way I've been treated has upset me many times, yet I know God's word. I must forgive. I also have others around me who will remind me, as an example, this past week in a staff meeting, I was reminded of this, and we were going to um, probably make a decision based on a few hurts, But uh, they reminded us that's not how we are to do things. And they were right. And we made the decision based on what was correct and not how we felt. 
very important to do this. Look, uh, we're surrounded uh, by this kind of thinking. The way people are talking uh, through the media and politics is awful. People are angry. And their opinions about various subjects seem to be more important than treating people with love and respect. If you allow your anger to continue, you will not forgive and you will not repent. Psalm 37, 8 says, put away anger and turn from wrath. Do not fret. It only leads to doing evil. This is a choice. I'm I'm sorry to tell you this, but it's a choice. It's a choice to forgive. It's a choice not to be angry. The first part of forgiving is to stop being angry. And certainly, don't repeat the story. That just shows that you haven't forgiven. It shows that you, uh, you know, it's still in you when you have to repeat. You know, have you heard what happened to me? No. We don't need to go there. We don't need to be negative. We need to focus on the Lord and all that he's done for us. In James 1.19, it says, Know this, my dear brothers and sisters, let every person be quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to anger, for human anger doesn't produce the righteousness of God. So put away all moral filth and excess of evil and receive with humility the implanted word, which is able to save your souls. Be doers of the word and not hearers only, deluding yourself. You can't receive God's best if you ignore this third foundational truth of our walk with God. We must repent, I believe, on a daily basis, and part of that repentance must be forgiveness. We must work hard to forgive. And look, these first three things, reflect, recognize our sins, and repent of our sins, these are the key pieces to our daily walk with the Lord. After that, There are blessings and there are benefits that are part of our daily walk with the Lord. And so let's go over those because in some times we have to actually receive them. So number four in our list is we are redeemed. When we have repented through faith in the Lord, Yeshua we are redeemed. Our sins are forgiven. Isaiah 43, 1 says, But now thus says Adonai, the one who created you, O Jacob, the one who formed you, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. And I believe that all believers fit into that category. Uh, God has called us by name. And we are his. We are redeemed. Romans 5, 8 says, But God demonstrates his own love towards us in that while we were yet sinners, Messiah died for us. So hard for us to understand this, isn't it? But it's true, and we need to accept it and receive it. Luke one sixty eight. Blessed be Adonai, God of Israel, for he has looked after his people and brought them redemption. 
So I'm going to receive that. Amen. Number five, once you're redeemed, what happens automatically, you are brought closer to God. We call that reconciliation. You are reconciled with God and man. Okay, 2 Corinthians 5, 18 to 21, and this tells us about the one ministry that we've been given. It's the ministry of reconciliation. Let me read it to you. Now all these things are from God who reconciled us to himself through Messiah and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, in Messiah, God was reconciling the world to himself not counting their trespasses against them. And he has entrusted the message of reconciliation to us. We are therefore ambassadors for Messiah, as though God were making his appeal through us. We beg you on behalf of Messiah, be reconciled to God. Be made the one who knew no—oh, I'm sorry. He made the one who knew no sin— to become a sin offering on our behalf, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. What a great scripture to meditate on. Has so many aspects to it, and maybe one day we'll just look at that one scripture and, and, and talk about it. But understand that reconciliation with God and with men, it's required, right? And then once we do that, we receive from God. In other words, when we are close to God, reconciled, we receive his love and his mercy. And I know receiving is not easy because many of you have had fathers who uh, are not merciful and are not loving. And so it's hard to understand our Father in Heaven who is merciful and loving. In fact, in our society, we see not enough mercy and not enough loving, right? But God wants us to receive this so we can give it out. In Psalm 86.5, it says, For you, my Lord, are good and ready to forgive and full of mercy to all who call upon you. So when we are reconciled to God, we've called upon him, right? And so we receive from him the forgiveness and the mercy. Hebrews 4.16 says it this way, Therefore, let us draw near to the throne of grace with boldness so that we may receive mercy and find grace for help in time of need. We have to understand that receiving is what God wants from us. He wants us to receive. Number seven, rejoice in the Lord. Sukkot is the only holy day that we are commanded to rejoice Leviticus 23:40 On the first day you are to take choice fruit of uh, choice fruit of trees branches of palm trees boughs of leafy trees willows of the brook and rejoice before Adonai your God for 7 days it says to rejoice before God for 7 days this is a command and is part of this holy day that we just finished Isaiah 61.10 says, I will greatly rejoice in Adonai. You see, we are rejoicing 
in the Lord. It's not about circumstances necessarily, but we are rejoicing because we know him and we know what he's done. It says, I will rejoice greatly in Adonai. My soul will be joyful in my God, for he hath clothed me with garments of salvation. He's wrapped me in a robe of righteousness, like a bridegroom wearing a priestly turban, like a bride adorning herself with her jewels. And we see this again in the New Covenant as well, First Thessalonians five sixteen through 18. Rejoice always, pray constantly, in everything give thanks, for this is God's will for you in Messiah Yeshua. This is God's will for us to rejoice. And we do it as we follow these steps and, and this progression that we're talking about this day. Number eight, remember. Remember the Lord. You are rejoicing because you remember what he has done. So we, you know, these connect with each other. Isaiah 12, 4, in that day you will say, give thanks to Adonai, proclaim his name, declare his works to the people so they remember his exalted name. So all of these are connected, and we are to remember in Deuteronomy 6.12, then watch yourself so that you do not forget Adonai, who brought you out of the land of Egypt from the house of slavery. See, we see what he's done, and we remember. And certainly, 1 Corinthians 11.23-25, For I have received from the Lord what I also passed on to you, that the Lord Yeshua, on the night he was betrayed, took matzah. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in memory of me. Again, remembering. In the same way, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in memory of me. God is all about remembering. And after remembering, which is... Uh, number eight. Then we go to, hmm, I might be out of order here, but we go to retelling. Retelling. Oh, number nine is to retell about the Lord's love. That's it. Sharing, evangelism, right? We remember better and we rejoice more when we tell about God and his love, and especially when people receive that. Deuteronomy 6, 4 through 9, say this, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. And you know this, uh, love Adonai your God with all your heart, soul, and strength. These words which I command you today are to be on your heart. You are to teach them. Right? Share them diligently to your children. Speak of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down, when you rise up. We should be speaking about this at all times, right? Psalm 96, 2 and 3, sing to Adonai, bless his name, proclaim the news of his salvation from day to day, declare his glory among the nations, his marvelous deeds among all peoples. We are commanded and called to share our faith. All the time. Matthew twenty eight eighteen. you know this. Uh, Yeshua spoke to them, said, All authority in heaven 
and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, immersing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all I have commanded you. So we are to go, therefore, and make disciples. This is what God is calling us to do. Amen? So we need to be all about retelling. And we go out as a congregation. We we go out to the malls and different places twice a week right now. And if you'd like to join us, you can certainly call us or email me and we'll we'll set you up with a team. We go two by two. It's it's really a great time. And the last thing, number ten, is the result. Because there is to every action, isn't there a result? And the result here is that if we do all of these things that I've mentioned to you, and what are they? Let me repeat them. We start out with the three big ones, reflect, recognize, and repent of our sins. Then we are redeemed, we're reconciled with God, we receive God's love, we rejoice, we remember the Lord, we retell about the Lord's love, and now number 10 are the results The results of doing this are that we're renewed, we're refreshed, we're regenerated, we're restored, and our faith becomes relevant. That's a lot. And that means that we continue to rejoice, right? It all boils down to trusting the Lord and his word. And and so we do this. At all times, in fact, you know the Proverbs 3, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he'll direct your ways. And do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear Adonai and turn away from evil. It'll be healing to your body and refreshment to your bones. We need healing and refreshment. Right? And in Second Corinthians four sixteen it says, Therefore we do not lose heart, though our outward man is decaying, yet our inward man is renewed day by day. Is your inward man being renewed day by day? Joel 2, 25 and 26, God says, I shall restore to you the years that the locusts, the swarming locusts, the canker worm, and the caterpillar have eaten, my great army that I sent among you. You will surely eat and be satisfied and praise the name of Adonai, your God, who has dealt wondrously with you, never again Will my people be shamed? Wow. So those are the benefits. Go through these steps and your life will change. Do this daily. You'll experience God's holy days as appointed times every day of your life. Remember what revival is. Revival is when we have great zeal for the Lord and others see it and they desire it. Now, if you would like to receive a summary of this teaching uh, called uh, God's Appointed Times are a Pattern for Our Daily Walk with Him for Personal Revival, it's free. Just call Karen. She'll email it to you. Call her at 813-835-I'm sorry, 831-5673. 
You can check us out on the website, shoreshdavid.org. We love visitors. Come and bring your Jewish friends. And one other thing, you know, the world is about to celebrate Halloween. What do you do? Here's a suggestion. We have tracks that we give out to chill for children and adults. So consider asking Karen to send you some of them. We'll have to do that really by snail mail. So you got to call her soon. And then when you give out candy to your neighbors, you will also give them something about the Lord. And these are great tracks. They'll really be interesting. Call Karen at 813-831-5673. I pray that you will grow in your desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah. Let's pray. Abba, Father, teach us your ways so that our hearts would be hearts of flesh and not of stone. May our words and actions always reflect the heart of Messiah, so that everyone who meets us will know that Yeshua is our Messiah and King. You are Messiah, Yeshua Mashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. 